0: Back for episode seven of the podcast, Neil and Mike with you, and uh, first things first, beware what you buy at Dollarama, folks.
1: Beware what you buy at Dollarama. Don't buy cell phone tripods at Dollarama. (laughs) That's all I'll say. And it wasn't even a
0: dollar, it was six bucks. Oh. Six bucks. I'm, I'm about to go old man on here, but back in my day, a dollar store never sold anything for more than a dollar. Yeah, it was 99 cents or under. Yeah. And now it's like 99 cents or more. No word of a lie. I went to a dollar store eh, a couple months ago, let's say, in a community not too far away from us. And they had something in there for like 35 bucks. What? I'm like, it's a dollar store. What are you doing?
1: No. There's actually, well, context. Why are we talking about the dollar store? (laughs) Yes. I I was just, so I was five minutes late to our recording today, I was telling Neil, I've converted my old cell phone into a webcam because it was a better camera than what was on my laptop. And it's really good. And I need a way to prop it up. So instead of going out and buying something fancy, I went to the dollar store, bought a $6 cell phone stand. And for the most part, it's been pretty good. But I came down today to, for a recording, and my phone had mysteriously popped out of it. I couldn't find it. I found it. I got it back in. It's not centered correctly. Anyway, I'm not flustered. I'm here. I'm ready. Let's go. It's, it's a whole thing it is a whole thing
0: it's just a whole thing <laughs> it's just a whole thing <laughs> <laughs> let's not just even go there then you gotta put your hands in the air while you say that too it's just well, exactly thing. which is hard for the people that are listening to an audio only podcast to tell yes that we are yeah, doing
1: right. <laughs> so there's no physical uh signs of the embellishments that we're making around this conversation I mean, what's
0: the sound effect if we wanted to add one in for like hands in the air waving like Jazz you know hands. Like Jazz hands. Dance, yeah. yeah, there you go. Maybe, Find some audio Benny, clip. and Maybe the Betty Hill song. That's uh, a great one. <laughs> that is a good one. I'm with you on that one.
1: That is a good one.
0: I have something to admit to as well uh, this episode. Not that I'm buying, you know, faulty stuff from dollar stores, but I'm actually really looking forward to get the Christmas direct, uh, decorations up. We started. Did you really? Yeah, we okay. started.
1: And more out of – so two reasons. One – this is the first time we've had Christmas in a house. We've always had it in our condo. I guess
0: that's true, yeah.
1: And so we've been we've decorated our condo, but there's only so much you can do inside, right? Totally. So I think there was that part. Uh, and the second part, for me personally, is that my neighbors
0: started putting shit up.
1: <laughs> so it's just like, well, now i got to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, it's the whole competitive type, you know, oh, look what they're doing. I better not let them, you know, get ahead of me.
1: Oh, yeah. And I've got a neighbor who is a dynamite guy will literally go to the nines and he has already gone to the nines like as soon as halloween
0: was over boom house looks like christmas oh see i'm, I'm, a, hard- <laughs> I'm a hardcore believer and you don't do anything until at least after remembrance day that's fair uh that's fair. but after that it's fair game and i can honestly say my wife is a christmas freak And I love her for it, and she comes by it naturally because her mom, when she was alive, was the same way. Pretty much, like, once Remembrance Day was over, like, they had the Christmas village, like, those ceramic houses and stuff like that. wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. And, like, table... Top setup, like it was ridiculous, just crazy amount of stuff. So we're we're holding off right now because, kind of going back to a a few episodes ago when we were talking like tech stuff and streaming and stuff like that. We have our cable back right now. Yep, we are canceling it tomorrow. Tomorrow being Friday, we record this every Thursday because my daughter's favorite show comes to an end tonight. The the series finale of Supernatural is tonight. So, uh, the only reason we got it back after that's cancelled we can move our living room around whichever way we want because the way that the cable was run in the house you can only have the TV in one area of the living room. That really is such a benefit
1: of cutting the cord Yeah, you're not strung to the coaxial, is that how you say it? The, the Let's cable go with that, sure wall. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can really put your stuff wherever you want as long as you have an outlet
0: Yeah, so once that cable is cancelled and I disconnect the box, then we are good to go. We're going to move some furniture on the weekend and then the weekend after is going to be Christmas decorations. So I'm really looking... I'm so looking forward to this. I've already started downloading Christmas playlists on Spotify. Ooh. That's how much I'm looking forward to this. And I have to have have something to look forward to because the last six weeks have been a tire fire and... (laughs) I just need something. Damn That's it. fair.
1: <laughs> That's fair. We haven't done the decorations inside the house yet. We've started talking about the Christmas tree. Oh, okay. But we did, we, I did the lights outside only because when I did it, it was 23 degrees. Oh, God. Yeah. Why so wouldn't we, you? We had a big heat wave here in Ontario for like a week. So it's just like, well, if, if I'm going to put Christmas lights up and be six feet up on a ladder, now is the time to do it when it's warm and my hands
0: frigid. I cop out with our christmas decorations because i got frustrated one year when i was putting them up i had those clips up along like the eavesdrop stuff like that and it got so cold here that the plastic actually became brittle and snapped (laughs) so that's the scotch one yeah so i'm like frig that and i copped out ever since and for a few years we had we have pot lights outside like we've got yep. four or five of them. So we had like alternating red bulb, green bulb, yep. red bulb, green bulb. Look yep. great. But now we went out like two years ago and bought those LED ones that do blue, red, and green, and they spin and it's all encased in one bulb. And yep. that's what we've got up outside. Nice, man.
1: It looks nice. great. It that's looks awesome. great. Yeah. And it's that's like a
0: awesome. f- five minute job when the weather's good. <laughs>
1: Uh, you know what? So I bought the Christmas lights cause I had to buy outdoor Christmas lights, yep. uh, that, that had the clips already on it. Oh, okay. I, and I didn't think much of it at first, but as soon as I got up and I'm literally, I'm probably about seven feet in the air hanging underneath and reaching up over top of my East rough to try to get the light on. Cause I'm doing it on my porch. Um, how beneficial those clips really are.
0: Oh my God. I can Such only imagine. Such a lifesaver.
1: Such a lifesaver.
0: Because honestly, I'm thinking back to when I did it. And now, granted, this was several years ago because I'm old. But <laughs> I, had like, I had my hoodie on and I've got like clips in my pocket of my hoodie. And I'm like trying to maintain balance and hold on to the light at the same time yeah. and dig out a clip. And oh, what a pain in the ass. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> these were already all pre installed. It was perfect.
0: Yeah. And how's the family uh reacting to it so far outside? Oh, I love it. They yeah. I love it.
1: The only the only issue we've had, we had um we had a bit of a, a cold front and snowstorm kind of blow in earlier in the week. Okay. And so we needed um so we were trying to think of a way to not go outside to plug the lights and to turn them mm. on. It was so freaking cold out. Yeah. So Kim Kim bought these Bluetooth receivers that you can plug into the outlet and then plug your lights into it. And then inside we have a remote that we can just turn them on and off.
0: Totally. I totally get it. We actually, <laughs> we actually had something like that inside the house at one point because of the way our furniture was for our lamps in the living room. So yeah. we had two of these boxes, you plug a lamp into each one and then there's a stupid little remote and you hit a button. Oh, and the lamp over on the left would turn on. You hit another button. Oh, the lamp on the right turned off. Because, the yeah, it was too awkward to get to. So, more power to you. Yep. Technology think, for the uh, win.
1: Well, yeah. Like, I mean, if I don't have to go outside when it's minus 20 to plug in two lights, I'm going to do that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> going back to the whole streaming thing and cutting the cord, um, yeah. we talked about our BOD playlist and Spotify and things like that. And yeah. there's been more tracks added to it. But it's, there's a It's evolving. It's evolving, but there's a chance I might be dropping Spotify. Oh, do tell. So I saw an ad for something that kind of piqued my interest. Mm -hmm. YouTube Premium has a a family plan. Okay. You can have five accounts under the family plan. Yeah. Not only do you not have to put up with commercials anymore on YouTube and content that you don't get otherwise on YouTube, yeah, you now get YouTube music for free. Oh, And their app looks really good. It is a very similar layout to Spotify. Now, the kicker is the Spotify family plan, I think, is like 15 bucks a month. Yeah. yeah. The YouTube premium family plan is like 18 bucks a month. So for three bucks a month more, you don't have to put up with ads anymore on YouTube. So it's like, eh, that's not bad. No,
1: and correct me if I'm wrong, I think that there's some way too, like when you build your music playlist, like you also, it's a lot easier to find the associated music videos.
0: Yes, it actually gives you the choice. So when you, let's say you were to look up some Tragically Hip, you have the option right there. You can go audio only or you can go video. It's a simple ah, thing right up tempting. on the top. It is very tempting. So I've run it by the powers that be, being obviously the women in my life, my, my mm. wife and my daughter. So we will see what they have to say. But there's a very good chance that by this time next week, I might not be on Spotify anymore.
1: Well, then we might, you know what? Maybe this is a good opportunity for us to, I don't know, I think you can do this on YouTube, make a collaborative play, like, video playlist on YouTube.
0: It might not be a bad way to go. Because we might think, have to like, convert that
1: everybody has access to youtube not everyone yeah. has access to spotify um so that might be something that we think about because it's
0: yeah got, i think it's worth considering
1: i've got the list up right now we're at 155 songs or Ooh. 10 hours of music
0: holy cow i mean and, i know i've added a couple more
1: yep i've and, added some and i i know that other people have added stuff as well i can see nice. it right now which is fantastic
0: and you you madman you crazy bastard Tell the folks what song you went in and added to the playlist that got my attention. <laughs> a little bit of man eater
1: by, uh, Oh my God. Why is it all in oats? And I've listened to that song probably like 10 times since the last podcast. It is a, <laughs> it's fucking top shelf, man. It is such a good song. Such and a good song.
0: Honestly, it's, it's a great track. And Daryl Hall, I would say, is that generation's probably greatest example of that blue-eyed soul singer. Yep, and that is that is a subgenre. Um, I'm not just you know pulling that out of my ass. Uh, yep. There is a subgenre of soul known as blue-eyed soul, and there's a few greats in there, but you got to put Daryl Hall up there.
1: Yep, I had um, I had our bud Andrew Askay, Oh yeah, reach out to me and make a comment that the majority of the songs that I've added reminded him of NHL 2002. Oh god, yes. From, from the bands. The songs were different, but the bands yes. were all from that era. Tony. Totally. And I made, I made a joke that if you tempt me I might have to go a little bit further back and do, and do Tony Hawk. Oh, because Tony Hawk had a banger of a soundtrack. Wasn't it?
0: I think, I think that was the first time I ever heard My United States of Whatever. Oh, well, probably. That was a good track. Anyway, yeah. getting getting sidetracked here. But yeah, I'm glad that people are adding to it. I think we should look at possibly converting it over to YouTube. But regardless, mm. whatever format it's on, if you have the ability to add a track on there, feel free. Yeah. Because it's, it's amazing how many tracks that are on there that I didn't realize. Like, I'm not familiar with the bands, and yep. it's a good mix of a little bit of everything, so
1: yep and if you if you can't add a track and want one of us to add it for you just let us know I've yeah by all for means a few, for a few months so far as well um, yeah no it's been like i've been listening to it while i work and it's been cool because i don't know what to expect because i'm not going well, stop my playlist
0: well especially with some of the crap i've added on there because let's be honest <laughs> my choices are
1: woo. You've got, some, you've got some good ones on there. We've all got some weird ones on
0: there. Oh, guaranteed. I mean, I'm not going to go, you know, what is it, Green Jelly, Three Little Pigs? I'm not going that route.
1: Nice.
0: But, <laughs> but there's some weird ones on there. That's okay. That's all right. Speaking of music. Yeah. You and I had a quick conversation earlier, uh, and that's, you'll notice this if you take a look at this at the playlist. I have added, not on purpose, but just because they're tracks that I like, quite a few cover songs. There's, there's a few on there. At least three or four I can think of off the top of my head. Yep. And they're unique. I'll put it that way. But okay. I was wondering if we could take a few minutes and maybe talk about what some of our favorite cover songs of all time are. And I don't know if you we'll want to we'll go first. Maybe we'll volley back and forth. But if you've got one, let's hear what's one of your favorites all time.
1: Yeah. So this is actually a recent one uh, from a Canadian band called The Veer Union. Mm. A, song, a song called White Flag, which is a song by Normandy, which I had never heard before I had heard the Veer Union cover it. I was going to say, I'm not familiar and, with this one. And they did a cover version acoustically of it. Mm. And it's a beautiful song. This band is like, they. one of the cool things about this band is that they do, they'll, they'll do a studio album and then yep. they'll do that whole album acoustically. Oh, okay. And so they've got, like, they've got so much music out there. And their acoustic versions of their songs, some of them are actually better than the original, which is really cool. Nice. Anyway, White Flag by The Very Union, previously or originally by Normandy. Really cool, really good chill song. If you're looking for just some basic, mellow acoustic music, definitely give it a check out. It's really good.
0: I think you're, and obviously, all these ones we're talking about tonight, if they're not on the playlist already, we'll probably add them on there. We 100% will. Yeah, absolutely. My first one, I have to go. And it shouldn't be a surprise if you're paying attention to our playlist. I'm going to go a little old school. I think one of the best cover songs of all time, Joe Cocker, Little Help from My Friends. Mm. I mean, that's a banger. It's, it's, hard. yes, the original was the Beatles. And I get it. They're the Beatles. But you cannot deny what Joe Cocker did to that song. He made that song his. It's,
1: a so much more soulful version i find
0: yes and you know the background singers kick in and then you got a little bit of a harder like accompaniment in terms of the the instruments and whatnot and it's just i it's just miles beyond in my opinion the original so and it was the theme song for the Wonder years exactly you cannot I mean, not like that song
1: exactly exactly
0: so that's that's one of mine Nice. I'll go
1: kind of in, along the same direction. It's an, older, it's an older song that was covered by a newer band, mm. Careless Whisper, and it was a cover by
0: Seether of all bands. I think <laughs> I've heard this one. <laughs> it's really good. If it's the one I'm thinking about, you're right. It's pretty damn impressive. Now, Careless Whisper, on its own, is That's, an absolute phenomenal song. That saxophone kicks in.
1: And I had a. Just... I, I think I still have it. I'm gonna check really quick. But I had a. I had a I had a playlist on Spotify that I created called Saxophone yeah. Music. Oh God! And it was all <laughs> the songs that had sexy saxophone in it. Carol oh was God! Number one. Well, how is it not? Really, it's amazing. Oh, it's man. such a good. Anyway, really good cover. Uh, it does it justice. It's obviously a rockier version of the original. Of the original. Yeah. and Seether did a pretty decent job of it, I think.
0: Anyway, give it a listen. It's It might surprise you a little bit. I mean, I'm familiar with Seether. Uh, they've got a few tracks I actually really like, so I'll have to check that one out just to make sure it's the same one I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, I'll have to give it a go once it's on the playlist.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: My next one is a little bit more of a recent cover. Uh, it's an older song, but it's a more recent cover. Uh, Chris Cornell, Nothing Compares to You.
1: I almost picked that.
0: Yeah, almost. it is. It's just haunting. And not just because of the circumstances of, because it wasn't too far along after that, that, you know, everything happened with Chris yeah. Cornell. But yeah. you just listen to that recording. It's just, you can't take, you can't break away from it. Like, it's just so good.
1: <laughs> you realize how talented he was. Yeah. Like his yeah. voice, like for being in a, in a grunge rock band, was otherworldly in that genre like it was just so different it was almost 80s hair metal-ish a little bit like especially with their earlier stuff like you could tell the 80s influence a little bit but it was a lot cleaner and a lot
0: better yes yes (laughs) I I, I've made the argument for a long time uh, and I've made the comments to people and and like Dave, if he's listening, he can attest to this. I honestly believe Chris Cornell had the best uh, voice in rock music. There are very few people that I would put above him. Like as an example, maybe early Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant. Yep. Right. Stuff like that. But, but even then, if you listen to later Zeppelin, and some of Plant's solo stuff, you could tell the voice wasn't quite there anymore. Oh, he
1: probably blew it out of,
0: Exactly, like, was, right? Like,
1: so through no and fault of his own. Did. Well,
0: maybe yeah. some fault of his no, own. I'm sure there's some fault. <laughs> but, but Cornell's voice, for the most part, just stayed level yeah. the whole time. So that, yeah. that's one of my all-time favorites. Let's hear another one got, from you.
1: He's got another cover out that just came, uh, Patience, the GNR cover. I love it. Honestly, it's a great one. Um, He's done
0: so many, though. So worth doing a deep dive on Chris Cornell cover songs. Absolutely. Uh, Next
1: one on my end was probably one of the first songs that I recognized as a cover. And it's, again, involving George Michael, Faith with Limp
0: Biscuit. Oh, that's such a good one. I forgot all about that one.
1: (laughs) And that song, I think, is probably one of the first songs that got me in the new metal
0: back in the day. Yeah, I get it. That Well, it was weird. Oh, I mean, Lib Biscuit was weird in general, but it's that weird, like, new metal, but at the same time, rap metal thing that was going on. Yeah. So, the,
1: uh, it's... Uh, uh, yeah, like, but it wasn't... I guess it was kind of rap metal-y. There was yeah. parts of it that were. Uh, uh,
0: but Lib weird. Biscuit like, in general, it, not that uh, track, it, it,
1: but... Oh, no, yeah. that Oh, for, for sure that. It, they they definitely put their stamp on that song. Like, yeah. I, think, I think they did it justice with, with parts of it, but then they very much make it a uh, get the fuck up and then Totally. <laughs> and
0: actually, that sentiment is actually going to spill over into my third one. Ooh. Alien Ant Farm, Smooth Criminal. Almost picked that one too. Such a great cover. <laughs> Absolutely. And it uh, nothing afterwards absolutely nothing. One hit, wonder. And if you're going to have a one hit, I mean, might as well cover Michael Jackson, right? Absolutely. But, honestly, I mean, who am I to say anything? It's not like I have a hit. (laughs) So, who am I to judge? But they did such a good job on that track. They really did. And the video is ridiculous. That kid dancing along the sidewalk as they're going, like, come on.
1: I always think of American Pie 2 with that, when Jim glues his hand to his dick.
0: Uh, (laughs) Oh... Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen American, <laughs> American Pie 2 yet. Sorry. It came out, what, 20 years ago now? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Way to make me feel old. Me too. Then man. again, I can honestly say I went to the theater to go see the first one. So Me too. <laughs> yeah. Me too. And the second one. I can
1: vividly remember going to this theater for the second uh-huh. one. Yeah, uh, It was a good damn. one. Anyway,
0: uh, what, what's your next one? Let's hear
1: My next one is another song from the new metal era. Okay. Blue Monday by Orgy. Orgy. Yes. That's a good one. That was a, I think that's a dynamite cover because they had that electronic vibe to their sound already, anyway. Yeah. And so they put the rock with the electronic ish sound on it. So it actually sounds a lot like the original. I was about to say. But just a rockier version of it.
0: Yeah, they really didn't mess with that one a whole lot. Like They stuck pretty true to the original. So and, that's not a bad one.
1: Yeah, their sound worked well for it. They, they had that 80s kind of sound anyway, but then obviously put the whole you totally. know, flavor on top of it.
0: No, that's a good one. And that's a banger too. Yeah. My, my next one, uh, it's a little bit of a throwback to the 80s. So it, sh- it might be right up your alley. It's actually on the playlist. Uh, it's a cover of Robert Palmer's Addicted to Love. Ooh. And it's by a gentleman called Alex Clare. Now, I don't know if you've heard it on the playlist yet. But well, now I'm questioning whether or not I've heard the original or the cover. Oh, see, the cover is a very pared down type of uh, okay. of song. There's not a whole lot of backing stuff going on with it. There's like, a, a, not off tempo, but there's they use it like a beat sparingly. It's not a okay. constant, you know but it's so well done. It's like a hair away from a cappella, Not quite. Cause there's a little okay. bit of background track, but it's really good. So and I've
1: definitely heard the original. Oh,
0: you've yeah. probably heard the original. Yeah, I mean, I who hasn't <laughs> heard Robert Palmer's version, right? Yeah. But Alex Clare's is pretty awesome. I'll have to give that one a listen. Yeah. You got another one.
1: I got one more. Okay. Let's hear it. Another rock one. You can kind of tell what genre. I, I was going to say, yeah. Sweet Dreams by Marilyn Manson. Yeah, it's
0: a good one. It's Obviously not even close
1: to the original. No, but
0: but not in a bad way either.
1: He definitely made it his own. And I listened, it was funny, I was listening to the original a few days ago on one of my 80s playlists. Okay. And, like, you realize how up-tempo it is and how electronic it is. And then you hear the Marilyn Manson version. It's so, like, grimy and sluggish and very Maryland 90s Marilyn Manson but that riff like the like the like they took the main riff and made it a guitar riff yeah I can vividly remember my friends when I was learning how to play guitar way back in the day saying McFarlane you got to learn how to do the Sweet Dreams riff you got to learn how to do the Sweet Dreams riff and yeah that one stuck with me that's definitely one of probably one of my favorite covers for sure
0: yeah the uh the last one for me and I have a couple of honorable mentions, but the last one I put in my top five, this is going to sound a little bit weird, but everyone knows the song. Whitney Houston, Dolly Parton's done it. I will always love you. Yep. Great song. But the version that I like is by a gentleman that did it and didn't know that he was being recorded in a bar somewhere down in the Southern U S maybe Texas or something. The gentleman's name is Josh Weathers. And the guy can just friggin' belt. Oh, my God. He turns it into this, like, bluesy-type, you know, just, like, tear your heart out-type song. Oh, it's so good. And barely, again, barely any, like, like every. he just has this one riff that he does over and over consistently, uh, and it's pretty low-key just to, you know, back him up, but it is so good. I have to put the... I have to put the uh, song on the Spotify playlist if I can find them on Spotify. If not, maybe I'll tweet out the video so you can see and do it. It is I so good. I would love to see that.
1: Love to see that. That yeah. song like that just that song is all about your singing skills. Exactly. Like if someone can pull it off. Or oh. pretty pretty good.
0: Yeah. But a couple honorable mentions that I had to throw in because these like are big ones for me, but they didn't quite make my top 5. Yeah. Um uh, under my thumb. Never heard that. Oh, classic Canadian jam. You got to give that one a go. I'll okay. add that one onto the playlist. Yeah. Uh, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah, but I'm Ooh. good with either the Rufus Wainwright version from Shrek yeah. or Gord Downey's version. I've never heard Gord Downey do it. Oh, it is just ridiculous. It is, is so it? good.
1: Okay, I got to find that one.
0: Yeah. Um, also, Dear Mr. Fantasy from Big Sugar. That's a big one for me. Uh, Nirvana's Unplugged album. There's two on there. Man Who Sold the World and Where Did You Sleep Last Night, both covers.
1: Would you consider Lake of Fire and Plateau covers? Even though they Uh, did it with the meat puppets there?
0: I wouldn't, yeah. No, because they were, no. I I wouldn't consider those ones covers as much. They played together. Yeah. yeah. Um, And the other one I wanted to mention, uh, two, actually, I should mention, uh, Jolene, White Stripes. Yep. That's a good one. Definitely. Counting Crows. Um, they do a great cover of a Grateful Dead song, Friend of the Devil.
1: Well, oh, I've never heard that.
0: Yeah, it's re- they do a really good job of it. So those are some honorable mentions and I'm going to throw all those on the playlist.
1: I've got a couple honorable mentions as oh, well. Oh, let's hear them. I don't, I don't know if they're going to be on Spotify or not. Um, City in Color did a cover of Alice in Chains' song Nutshell.
0: Ooh, okay. And I'll have to check that really one out. good.
1: Dallas Green just—he continuously professes how Allison Chains was like the band that got him into rock music. Well, and his
0: vocals are ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's very much got the Lane Stanley.
0: Totally, vibe. I could see that.
1: Uh, so, anyway, nutshell, it's just there's a version of him performing it on. I've seen it on YouTube, really, really well done. And I had one more, and now it's escaping me for some. Oh, I hate oh, when that happens. Um. This one was also recent as well, and I think I may have tweeted it for those that follow me on Twitter. The Dirty Nail did a cover of School by Nirvana, and they did it with uh, Greg something, one of the guitarists from Trouble Charger. Oh, okay. Not Greg okay. Nori, The other mm. Greg, I believe. Uh, Greg Northy? Maybe. I think. Yeah. Anyway because they're a three-piece band, I've always looked at them and they always had this Nirvana vibe to me because of the fact that they're a three-piece and the way that they, just even the way that they play. Totally. Unbelievable cover of that song. Unbelievable. Nice. Anyway, so Dirty Nail cover of School. They recently did it, I think as part of their live virtual tour. Anyway, go on YouTube, check it out. Absolutely incredible if you love Nirvana.
0: That's awesome i see this is what i love because we're gonna between this conversation and maybe the bots out there will throw in a couple other covers onto the playlist if they want or tweet at us whatever hit us up on social media but this is how you find out about stuff that otherwise you would have been completely oblivious to right you listen to two crazy old guys talk about covers there you go crazy is debatable now (laughs) All right, we're we're gonna take a break we'll be right back uh with part two of the podcast and we're gonna discuss the new nh well the new old nhl jerseys i guess is the best way to put it
1: that's the best way to put it
0: all right we'll be back in a minute All right, back for part two of this episode of podcast. In between the break, although it was only a few seconds for you guys, I'm a slow ass and converting, so the tech stuff takes some time. Mike had time to listen to the Gord Downey version of Hallelujah. What do you think? Oh. Right? Oh. The, and that part at the How end where I was saying. No, And that part at the end where it just kind of switched gears. Yeah. It's so good.
1: I, it was funny. When I was listening to it, I was – what I was doing, I was fiddling with my camera. As of course, yeah. <laughs> um, and it changed. I'm like, did did YouTube just change the song here? And then I paused it. I'm like, holy shit, that's still the same song. Yeah.
0: Wild. It's so good. Wild. I can't. I can't believe I never knew he did it. Yeah, and it's a great cover. Like
1: really well done. I,
0: I honestly don't know which is why I mentioned either that one or the Rufus Wainwright one because I'm good with either. What about Katie Lang? Oh, Katie Lang's is good, too. Don't get me okay. wrong. but um, did, um, did Joni Mitchell do it, too? Oh, there have been so many people that have covered that song That's that I wouldn't sure. be surprised. I mean, They're it's one of the most covered songs. So, uh, Speaking yeah. of coverings, I guess in another weird way, we got tagged in uh, a tweet by our Bob West mm-hmm. about the new retro jerseys.
1: From the NHL. Hockey yes. NHL, or NHL jerseys.
0: Yeah. So I don't know if you want let, to – let's go at this in terms of picture by picture because the, there's one tweet in particular where they've gotten the divisions broken out right. uh, in a series of pictures. So looking at the first picture here now, we've got what? Anaheim, Arizona, Calgary, Edmonton. Who yeah. else do we got on here? L.A., yeah. San Jose, Vancouver. Yeah. Trying to figure out who that last one you- is. No, not Calgary, because Calgary's got that god-awful horse head. It'll come to us. But regardless, out of this group of the retro jerseys, is there one that really kind of sticks out, or maybe two that you can think of that really kind of jumps out at you?
1: Or in this specific picture?
0: Yeah, in this specific picture, like, is there, is there one or two that you could actually see yourself buying? Because that's what i judge this on.
1: Yeah, two of them. Uh, the San Jose one. Okay. Near and dear for, like, I can vividly remember them when they came into the league. Back yeah, I can that, remember that, too. Two? Yep. Uh, that one, and I love the LA Kings one.
0: You, you took mine. Honestly, that LA Kings one is such a great hybrid of the old, old, like, Marcel Dion type jersey. Plus that classic Kings logo that, you know, from like the nineties. So. Who is yeah. that? Who is that one? That though, no, the one with the two swords and the,
1: yeah.
0: I don't know. We might have to bring up some uh, division so we can take a look.
1: Yeah. We'll to take a, I'll, I'll do that. Let's well, let's continue on.
0: Yeah. No problem. I'll jump to the next picture. And Oh, before I do that, I should say with this first one, um, shame on a few of these hockey teams in this first picture. Because the horse head is god-awful. And I lived in Calgary for 14 years. I can say this. It is friggin' horrible. (laughs) The Arizona one is god-awful too. Fair. But the worst one out of this picture has to be Anaheim. Yeah, I don't, like, that's just too far. It's too Disney-fied.
1: They should have just did the one from from the Mighty Ducks movie. Yeah, like yeah. It just I don't know. Like it doesn't, it doesn't scream hockey jersey to me. It screams like a T-shirt that has the hockey jersey stuff on it.
0: It screams Disney souvenir is yeah. what it screams. That's yeah. that's pretty much it. Sure. uh In terms of the second picture, and in my mind, this is the most boring out of all the jerseys groups that we've got here. Yeah, because here you've got Boston, Buffalo, Detroit, Florida. Montreal, Ottawa, Tampa, Toronto. I mean, alone here, Boston's, Detroit, Toronto's, and Montreal's, really? Meh. They're all original
1: six designs. Yeah,
0: there's nothing to them, really. The only one I could literally see myself buying out of these ones, maybe the old-school Buffalo one. Eh, I like like that classic Buffalo jersey. The one I really don't like is the Red Wings one. Yeah, that's it's, pretty... It
1: just, it just seems like it's a white shirt with their logo on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> it's like they got a deal from a guy that does these out of his garage. Yep. Yeah, totally. Um, although I will say I don't mind the Florida Panthers one either. But if I was going to get that jersey, I would go with like an old school, like one of the original guys on there, like maybe a John Van Beesbrook. Yeah. Right? Something like that. That would be cool. Yeah. So uh, those are the a two. Roberto
1: Luongo version of it.
0: Bobby Lou. Lou. Yeah. Yeah, why not? I'd be good with the either either the, the Buffalo or the Florida one. And if I'm getting Buffalo, I'd be torn between like Pat LaFontaine or Brad May. I have a Brad May story. Oh, okay, let's hear it.
1: And it but, but before I tell that, that swords logo. Oh, is, yes. Uh, in the first picture. the mates.
0: Oh, I completely forgot about the Golden yeah, Knights. Me too. No wonder we didn't recognize it. They haven't had a retro jersey no. yet. <laughs> <laughs> their first year jersey is
1: their retro jersey. which is You just know what? Given year. that, it's not
0: bad. No,
1: I like it. Yeah. It's a little too Calgary-ish, I think, from a color standpoint. Like, I wish they used their color. Mm, I could more, see it, but yeah. It's, but, it's definitely cool. But let's hear a Brad May story. So, Brad May. Um, I grew up in Markham, Ontario, Canada. And I had a friend who I would school with, who he and I played road hockey all the time together. And I was over at his house one time and he was just like, Hey, guess what? Brad May's is my neighbor. I'm like, no way. And this was when we were like grade five, grade six. And this was right around like the hype of Mayday. Nice. <laughs> and all of that. Yeah. And he's like, Brad May's is my neighbor. I'm like, no way. He's like, I'm serious. Like I played road hockey with him. He's come outside and he's played before. Like no way. There's no way, no how. Anyway, not even five minutes later, who walks out two doors down from where we're playing road hockey? Brad May. Jeez. And <laughs> I was just like in awe of. Well, of course, like, a hockey player. i ing- and I'm wearing a Montreal Canadiens jersey, which is blasphemy. Yep. And they had just gotten beaten out, I think, by the Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, he didn't play road hockey with us. He stuck around. He chatted with us for a little bit. Super, yeah. super cool guy. Really nice guy. That's um, awesome. Yeah, I don't know if he what he's like now, but that's my little Brad May story. He was uh, a bit of we've actually Markham itself has quite a few NHLers that still live there uh, or talk about being from Markham a lot, which is quite interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, Brad May story. All right.
0: Well, looking at the third picture, we have. Chicago, yep. Colorado, Dallas, yep. Minnesota. We've got what looks like probably the worst jersey. I think out of all of these, the St. Louis one.
1: That's an old school one, though. They kept it. They kept it old school.
0: They did. Yeah, they did. We've got the Preds and we've got the Jets. Now, there's only one jersey I would buy here. See, I'm torn between three. So let's hear your one. The Nordiques. Oh, God. Yes, that's my number one.
1: So that's the Avalanche one. But that, yeah. And I love that they took the Nordiques jersey and put the Avalanche colors on it.
0: It looks sharp. It looks really sharp. It might be out of all these retro jerseys, my favorite one. I agree. Yeah. Oh, but but I am.
1: Wait till we get to the next next panel. Then we're.
0: I'm a sucker for, of all things, the Minnesota jersey. Because now I hate the wild jerseys regularly, but I love the fact that they stuck with the logo for the wild jersey, but went with the old school North star colors.
1: They're such a mediocre, like, I like the jersey. I agree. Yes. They're such a mediocre team. And they've been mediocre for so long. It's just like, look at me in my Minnesota wild jersey.
0: Yeah, totally. I'm not saying I would, you know, it's at the top of my list, but I dig it. I could, I would possibly consider if it was on like the clearance rack, I would get that one.
1: I, I, I the one thing actually I, that I didn't pay attention to, which you called out was their callback to the Minnesota North Stars logo. Yeah. Or the colors. So kudos. I, that. I anyway, dig it. I think that's cool.
0: And the other one I'm considering on this page as well is the Jets one. I love the gray and the blue.
1: It's really nice.
0: It's a nice looking logo and Jersey. Yeah. So, but I do think you hit the nail on the head, and that you gotta go with the Colorado slash yep. Quebec. It's that's gorgeous. that's the best of them. The only other one that might be tied for number one is in the last picture. So on here, we've got the Canes, we got the Blue Jackets, the Devils, the Islanders, the Rangers, we got the Flyers, the Penguins, and we have got the Caps. So go figure. Who would be tied for number one in my books? But Mike, I will let you do it here.
1: We're probably saying the same thing.
0: Oh, it's guaranteed. Like Hartford, it's the Hartford. Whale, like, how can you not love that Hartford Whalers jersey?
1: How, like, how can you not want to wear the whale? Yeah. And I'm only saying it like this because I watched Mallrats a few days ago. Hartford, the whale, this kind of matchup only comes once in a lifetime or something like that.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Smith. Uh, <laughs> no, the Hartford one is tied for number one. Yeah, uh, the only other one I would possibly consider getting out of these ones, maybe the old school Devils jersey. Yep. Yeah. there's something about that jersey. It's kind of ugly. Don't get me wrong, but there's something very nostalgic about that.
1: And there's something very
0: scary about it. I can remember watching like old school hockey games, and old school for me. Where like Chris Terreri would be a net <laughs> for the Devils, rocking the bucket, yeah. and he'd be wearing one of these jerseys. And oh god, yeah. So again, though, the, some of the other ones in here are kind of lackluster. Like the the Islanders one, meh. The Rangers one, meh. Flyers and Penguins, again, eh, whatever. They've had better retro jerseys.
1: Yeah. I just sent you another link. Take a look at it. It's kind of along the same lines as the NHL putting up, uh, putting out all this new kind of merch. Oh, okay. And this one's specifically for the Islanders. And again, this was one that Wes – I saw Wes share. And there is a snapback that the Islanders have just put out, Ooh. which is otherworldly. I want it so bad. It's in conjunction with Herschel. So, the like, if people don't yeah. like Herschel, like, they make backpacks and – and that sort of stuff. This bucket is just beautiful.
0: I I like the color scheme. I will wholeheartedly agree with anybody that goes for for that alone. Yeah. My biggest issue with this, and I put this up there with as one of the worst logos of all time. Like I put it up there with the Calgary Horsehead. I put it up there with the Bruins when they had that mustard jersey with the bear head on it. Yep. Yeah. I put it up there with the Oilers when they had, was it Todd McFarlane did it, I think, and they had that gear or whatever with the oil drop. That was horrible. But this Captain Highliner-looking mask can F right off.
1: Yeah, he can.
0: Like, he looks like he's going to shoot you a couple of fish sticks. That seems like a very early (laughs) 2000s logo. Yeah, totally. But the color scheme is awesome. I love that part. The color scheme is dynamite. Um, I'll be, I'll be honest though. I haven't watched, even though sports are back. I haven't watched anything in so long. I honestly couldn't care less at this point.
1: So I watched, I watched hockey as soon as it came back. I get it. I watched my Leafs go out in the playthrough yet again. So all my disappointment was there as it always was. And then I kind of fell off after that in terms of watching it. I watched, like, a, a little bit of the second round, a little bit of the third round, but they didn't even watch when, with Dallas and Tampa in the finals. Yeah. Like, I would, like, I had a, I had a very good feeling Tampa was going to win. Like, they have been due to win forever. But the story around Dallas and just how they were kind of a clusterfuck team for so long, and then all of a sudden they decided that they could.
0: Things they, just they, fell into the place.
1: They're, well, re- they're really good defensively. They've always been really good defensively, but then yeah. all of a sudden they decided they could start scoring yeah and you would think that that's weird when you have jamie Benn and tyler sagan, sagan like, yeah like anyway but out of yeah, curiosity yeah
0: what is the first jersey that you can remember getting my any montreal sport
1: one, my montreal one for my dad okay It was a a practice jersey. It never actually had the Canadian's logo on it, but it was everything else was Canadian. Okay. It was kind of one of those ones. Yeah, totally. My first, like, actual hockey jersey that I bought uh, was uh, somewhat recently, within the last 10 years, uh, James Van Riemsyke Leafs jersey. Mm, Okay. And I was this close, and people looking are probably not knowing what I'm saying. I was very close (laughs) to getting a Joffrey Lupo one. Oh, God. And the guy, at, the guy at the store was just like, don't get a Joffrey Loeple jersey. Only chicks get Joffrey Loople jerseys, which is kind of offensive now that I say it out loud. <laughs> but anyway.
0: <laughs> uh, my first jersey ever. Actually, my brother and I got them on the same day as each other. Back Way back when, when the NHL decided to introduce two new teams. They introduced the Ottawa Senators and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yep. My brother, Steve, whose birthday is today, by the way. So if he's listening, happy birthday. Happy
1: birthday, Steve.
0: He got an Ottawa Senators jersey. Yep. And I got one of the first year Tampa Bay Lightning jerseys. Oh, And awesome. it was so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other jerseys I still have to this day, I have two minor hockey league jerseys both from st john's uh st john's maple leafs jersey uh from when they were the farm team for the leafs and i've got another uh, jersey called uh the fog devils and it's got uh, like a very like later new jersey devils type vibe to it because it's red white and black Ooh. Mostly white, um, and that one I actually went all out. Like I got my name on it, I got a number on it, I got the captain C, I got like, wow, yeah, because I love that jersey. Oh god, it looks so good. But I, yeah, I don't have any other jerseys. So I've got a couple Jays jerseys. Nice. When
1: they went back to their original logo in like 2014 or 2015, yeah, I was all over the bandwagon. I got like the fullback, the official jersey, everything. Nice. Uh, and then if I, if for folks that have been on the TNT train for a long time, maybe remember me buying a Jay's jersey and getting bought. I remember that. So I still got that it's hanging up in my closet.
0: Nice. Um, you should have yeah, that I'm hanging not. up on the wall right behind you.
1: I actually should. Yeah. I actually should.
0: You should I get also, some jerseys uh, in there.
1: I actually, yeah. I've, do you, can you see what's on the back of my wall there?
0: Yeah, you've got like a framed photo of what looks like a pair of tickets. They are the first concert
1: for Our Lady Peace. Nice. That were given to me by Jeremy Taggart.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And then it looks like you've got like a, a, a small little, poster uh, or something.
1: Oh, it's a little vinyl from our from our friends in the Flatliners.
0: Nice, uh, like a three song EP. I think that you have to up your podcast uh, room slash office game.
1: Well, I've got some other, so I've got stuff behind my monitors, which I'm now wondering if I should move. I've got two tragically hit posters. Yeah, both from their final tour. So one's actually a CBC poster. Nice. And the other is just like a stage shot. Uh, I've got a picture of my wife and I from our trip to Cuba in like 2007, which I look like a baby, (laughs) and I've got a a painting that my aunt did. I've got guitars on my wall over here. You just can't see it.
0: Honestly, if it wasn't for the Letterkenny background that I've got up on the Zoomsies, um, you've seen my podcast room. It is, it is... Yeah, it, it is a shrine to all things geek and Canada. Yes. So I think I'm going to have to take another picture and post it. And maybe once you get some your jerseys up, whatever the case may be, we'll do that at the same time. I love it. So yes. let me know.
1: Speaking of Letter Kenny, yes. Christmas oh, Day. Dude,
0: that trailer. Oh, man. I cannot wait. Merry I cannot. Christmas to us.
1: I've literally, I've, I don't know how many times I've gone through the series of Letter Kenny at this point. I can't believe they're eight seasons deep.
0: It doesn't feel like it. No. It really doesn't.
1: And it's, for lack of a better term, it's such a cock tease that there are only six episodes a season because it's just oh, I like, know. I want another six now.
0: My biggest hope with the new season is that anybody that's listening in the States uh, gets it the same day that we do. I'm sure Hulu will have I hope it. so, because that would be awesome. Yeah. Before we wrap up the show. Yes, sir. I started a, a tweet earlier today. Uh, with a new hashtag but we've got a little bit of house cleaning to do on a different uh, set of tweets that we were talking about so we were looking yeah. for people to hit us up with like what they were doing to protect say themselves their loved ones the community stuff like that so send us a photo with like you wearing a mask or getting a flu shot or something or like being that a good human yeah exactly <laughs> and we had a couple of replies we so that's awesome. So we're gonna send out those people, uh, Tim Hortons card, I think, or something yeah. along those lines. We'll figure something out.
1: Yes, our friends Ricky and Adam, thank you so awesome. much for sharing both mask shots, blue, blue shots, shots. Yeah, it worked uh, out great. Shoveling and enjoying the weather, like yeah. So thank you guys. You will be both of you. all DM each of you, and we'll uh, we'll get you guys hooked up with some Timmy's gift cards.
0: And the one I started today, and I kind of mentioned it earlier in the show, the last six weeks, I feel like have been a bit of a tire fire in terms of, you know, all the negative news and looking at like possible like lockdowns again, or circuit breakers or whatever. So just trying to focus on something positive. So I started the hashtag podcast positivity. Now, whether it's a product that you really like or you know, somebody that went out of their way to help you on a regular basis, a friend, a family member, uh, a business that you deal with regularly that does an awesome job, I don't care. I just want to spread some positivity. Love it. So you, you and a couple people have already jumped on board, but I would yeah. love to hear something positive. So if you've got something out there, tag us. And make sure you use podcast positivity because we'll check them out. Maybe we'll read some next week. Mine was pretty low-key. Like, uh, and I give you points for going for like, the big overarching like, you know, <laughs> high road. Mine today, like, it made me look like, and pardon my language, it made me sound like a basic bitch because mine was like, hey, I like this coffee. it <laughs> um, hey, made you happy today. It made me happy. Jumping Bean uh, Coffee out of St. John's, Newfoundland. They do a fantastic coffee that's got screech flavors in it. Oh, my God. Oh, it is so good. Oh, it is ridiculous. And you can order from them directly, which I highly recommend. But worst comes to worst, if you have to, if, like, if the shipping's a little bit sketch for you, if you're not sure, it is on Amazon as well. So, but if you can order from them directly, I would. It is yeah. honestly one of my favorite coffees.
1: Amazing. You'll have to definitely check that out. Yeah. Especially and it's Greece flavors in it.
0: Oh, it's it's almost like a weird Irish cream, Bailey's type hybrid flavor in the coffee. Oh, it's Ooh. so good. So
1: good. And not to take people away from our timeline when we share stuff. Yes, if you yeah. ever need a really good like B12 shot of positivity, follow Jonathan Torrens. I mean, this guy is literally a lighthouse of positivity. If you're going the wrong way one day, just like someone needs to take all of his tweets. because I'm sure he's got more than 365 now and put it in one of those desktop calendars and just get that positive message every day. Totally.
0: That, hey, Jonathan, if you do listen to this. There you go. Oh, I think he's got better things to do to listen to the, to the two oh. of us. <laughs> he he's got, you know, a whole lot of stuff going on. Yeah. busy boy. Let's call the show right there. It's been awesome. This has been a good show. Lots of music talk one. again. Yeah. yeah. Well, like according to us, who knows what the people think. Oh yeah, I mean the, the
1: tens of people that that have listened to it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, thank you.
0: Oh yeah, it's awesome. Really, but realistically, I'm entertained. Yeah, I was going to say, realistically, though, and I, I say this with all the love in my heart, we're not doing this for you. We're doing this for us. <laughs> Please listen, but we're not
1: doing it for you. <laughs> I thought we would be all downhill after the boat episode.
0: Like, I, I thought that we. was
1: kind of a turning Like I was thinking like, this is maybe a turning point. Like I don't know how we come back from this
0: episode. I think we've rallied pretty strong. Dude, you're talking to a guy on a previous podcast life that measured one of his chest hairs on air. Ooh, that's a yeah. cool idea. Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> By the way, three. Three inches? Yeah. Whoa. See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. That's why it wasn't a good idea. I'm Got a it. hairy fucker. <laughs> and on that TMI, let's call the show as it is. Uh, make sure you check us out on social media. So you can go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just look up Bodcast. You can't miss us. You can hit us up on our Twitter profiles as well. It's Neil underscore bodcast, Mike underscore bodcast. We've got a website Mike spends a decent amount of time on when he's not working his ass off trying to do his own business. So make sure you really go check not. that out. Uh, and as luck would have it the spotify playlist is up on there so you can go check it out on our website if you want
1: yes and if you do do make that jump to youtube we'll get that thing converted into a youtube playlist hell yeah much music dance
0: parties oh god that's gonna be so (laughs) awkward before i forget before i do wrap up the show i need uh to let everyone know i'm gonna be putting a survey out there and I would love some feedback on this as one more thing to kind of keep us busy during a possible lockdown, circuit breaker, winter months, and all that other. I'm considering setting up Netflix watch parties. A once a, once a week thing. We'll get together with a few bods. We'll watch something and we'll go from there. Good chance to hang out, catch up, watch something fun. For sure. So I'm going to put the survey out there. And if you can give me your honest feedback, that would be awesome. And that's it for this episode. Anything you want to say, Mike, before we go? No. <laughs> that, that counts as something, so I yeah. will take it. All right. Have a good week. <laughs> Later, bud.